<laughs> all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspect of investment banking to help you prepare for your career. My name is Alex Mason. I am your host, and I am just so grateful that you're here with me. We're going through accounting fundamentals, and boy, we've been learning so much. And I want to talk about a concept that we touched on at various points in a bunch of different episodes when looking at financial statements. And it's this concept of shareholders' equity. Shareholders' equity, what is it? What is it? We know that it is kind of like the net worth of a business. If you own a house and you know that it's worth 300,000 and you have a mortgage on it that's 200,000, what is your equity? Your equity is 300 minus the 200, that gets you 100. 100,000 in equity in your house. And guess what? It's the exact same thing with the business. Shareholders' equity represents the net worth, so to speak, of the business. Now, that is not to be confused with enterprise value or the true value of the business, but just what's on the books, what we can refer to as book value. It's another way we can talk about shareholders' equity. But the question I have for you today is related to this. And it is this. Is negative shareholders equity possible? Is it possible to have a negative shareholders equity? And negative shareholders equity essentially means that the company has more liabilities than assets. It basically means the company has a negative net worth. So remember our equation. Shareholders equity equals total assets minus total liabilities. And I remember way, way back in one of the early episodes, we talked about the basic equation of accounting. This is the same equation, just rearranged to solve for shareholders' equity. So is it possible? Well, the answer is yes. The answer is yes, it is possible. A company could have more liabilities than assets, bringing its total shareholders' equity into the negative. And is it a bad thing? I mean, it might be a bad thing, it might indicate that the company is not able to pay its bills because, yeah, if you got a lot of debt on your balance sheet, for example, and not a lot of cash and not a lot of assets, then it might be difficult to pay your bills and continue going. But it's certainly not the whole picture just to look at this one number, but it may be an indicator that a business is headed toward insolvency because if you have negative shareholders equity and you consistently lose money, the retained earnings component of shareholders' equity, that balance is going to keep decreasing every year the company loses money. And retained earnings, just to define that for you, it's the cumulative profits that a business makes that aren't paid out to shareholders as dividends. So if a company is having a good year and it's profitable, that profit gets added to retained earnings and therefore positively impacts shareholders' equity. But if a company loses money, it negatively affects retained earnings and that number gets deducted from shareholders' equity. So you follow me there? So that's what happens in the case of shareholders' equity going negative. But you know what? In not every situation is negative shareholders' equity necessarily bad. It may just be built into the business model. And I'll give you an example of this. It's common in leverage buyouts to do what is called a dividend recapitalization. And so let me break this down. First of all, what is a dividend if you don't know what that is? A dividend is a payment from the company to the shareholders. It's literally paying you cash 
for being an owner in the company. And a lot of companies pay dividends and it's can be an important aspect of shareholder returns for some businesses. A recapitalization, what does that mean? Well, that just means that the capital structure of the business, that is the, the ratio of the debt to equity is changing. So a recapitalization is a shifting of those ratios. So when a private equity firm, for example, comes in and buys a company in a leveraged buyout, it might add a lot of debt to the company's balance sheet. And what does that debt do? Well, it changes the capital structure. And then after that's all said and done and the firm owns the company, it might pay itself a dividend from the company's cash balance. Now, when it does that, I'll explain why they do that uh, in a second. But when it does that, it reduces the equity of the business, right? Because cash um, is a component of kind of the equity or the, the net worth, so to speak, from a shareholder's equity perspective. And so that's what's called a dividend recapitalization. Now, let's back up for a second. We kind of understand a little bit about what this is, but now we want to understand the why. Why would a firm ever do this? Well, it helps limit the risks of the shareholders. By cashing out at least a portion of the money from a company, the firm that purchased this company, the acquirer, is getting a more immediate return on investment for the shareholders who initially helped purchase the company. And so you can imagine this. Imagine a private equity firm approached you and wanted to take your money and invest it in private businesses. And you said, okay, here's my money. Go make some more money for me. Then the private equity firm finds a deal. They buy a business and they're going to sell it later. Well, okay, they're going to sell it later, but oh, that might take four years and that might take five or six years. Maybe we want this company to go public one day and that's going to be a big payout, but geez, who knows when that's going to happen? Okay, well, right now, we can get a return right now. Let's cash out some of the business's cash and pay it out as a special dividend to the shareholders. And so you as the investor are thinking, hey, this is great. I'm getting some return of my investment right now, but I still have an interest in this business. And so this is what is called a dividend recapitalization. And in that scenario, bring it full circle back to the topic at hand, the net worth or shareholders equity may be decreasing because the cash is going down, the debt is going up, and shareholders equity might turn negative in the situation of a dividend recap. So it doesn't happen right when the leverage buyout happens, but it's when that dividend recapitalization takes place. So that can be a more common scenario where you see negative shareholders equity. It might not necessarily be a bad thing. I mean, it could be, but from the investor's perspective, I mean, hey, you're getting paid. So that's that's a positive, uh, at least in the short term. So that's a scenario where negative shareholders equity may be okay, but negative shareholders equity can also be a sign a that's troublesome for business if they're unable to pay their bills. Okay, so that's what I got for you today on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason. I am your host and boy, if you're feeling the love, <laughs> that's all that I want. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this. Please rate and review the show as best you can if you're enjoying it, if it's adding value to you. And next time, we're going to be talking about the concept of working capital. We talked about it here and there in a few episodes, but this is going to be an episode dedicated 
to the concept of working capital. So join me for that. I'll see you next time.